Hey, Brian. Hey, Rick. Shooter McGavin here on a Masters Weekend, day two. Wow. So I heard your From the Tips podcast is kind of badass. Thanks, Zoom Siri. Sorry, I, I I found I found my favorite. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode up from the tips. It is me, your boy Brian, always joined by my fantastic co-host Rick Landis. Uh, at the beginning of this episode, you heard Rick say, "Thanks, Zoom Siri." Uh, we are doing our yearly episode of, you know, kind of capping the year, looking in the past, looking in the future, and I thought it would be so great. And I think we've done this before, but just to do it again, just for you all to hear what I hear prior to every single podcast, which is Rick say, thank you, Zoom Siri. And by the way, at the end of the podcast, when he says, thanks, guys, see you later, that is not a pre-recorded bit. He does that on cue every single time with no change in vocals. It is honestly one of the most impressive pieces of professional broadcasting I have ever heard in my life. My co-host, Rick Landis. How we doing, buddy? I'm doing good. It's it's my sign off. Everyone needs a good sign off. Everyone needs one. Everyone <laughs> needs one. It's impressive. so that's just that's just mine. You know what I mean? Simple, it's... short. You you get what I'm trying to say. It's so there. Good. We go. You know what I mean? I switched it up the last episode for anyone who made it to the end. Um, that's true. If you didn't hear that, listen to the whole episode because I switched it up at the end. I'm not gonna tell you what I said, but just do it. But um, it was prime time. Like that. Yeah, Dude. I mean. It's just, doesn't get better than that. Uh, I'm doing good that we're in the new year. Uh, new year, new me. Uh, probably actually not. I don't really know what I'm going to. I just saw I'm you doing. eating rice out of a bag. I don't think we got to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. New year, same me. Um, just... <laughs> don't don't change, buddy. Don't change. Don't change. <laughs> I don't know if there's a reason to. Um, but yeah, we're good. We're good. Living the dream. Lots of uh, lots of parties going on in the holiday season. That's why we uh, took a little break there. So hope everyone had a good break. Yes. Uh, I know I did. Like I said, lots of parties, lots of presents, lots of fun, lots of food. Uh, probably lots gained about food. 20 pounds over the course of the few the past few weeks. But yeah, I mean, we're good. Living the dream. I got some golf balls and golf tees for Christmas. So we're go. ready to there get go. going as the season approaches. How about you? Yeah. How was your break? How is everything going? Good. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you got anything golf related for the holidays. Um, I got uh, I don't know if anybody in the the audience here knows about it, but I know you do. Uh, the Bushnell Wingman, the big oh, so round good. speaker that attaches to the golf cart. Yeah, the uh, Ellie's parents got that for me and I've used it twice so far. I've gotten to golf uh, two times in the last four days with the, the Murray family, which has been really fun. Um, nice. But I that thing is so incredible, like not <laughs> having to pull my phone out to look at yardages. Ever oh again. yeah that's got to be great it's so nice and that's like gotta just be so good all you gotta do is hit the little button on the remote and the music mm -hmm. like kind of fades a little bit it tells you yeah. your yardages also it warns you when there's water really which, which is incredible because i we were at a hole today uh we played uh cranberry golf club in windsor new jersey today and, oh, that's uh, right you had off today lucky i know i know um I actually thought uh, to ask you if you wanted to golf today. And I was like, fuck, he works. Because Mrs. Murray did not <laughs> come anymore. And I was like, ooh, Rick mm. might be able to come. And I was like, damn it, he, he works today. Um, but we played at Cranberry Golf Club. 
and there was water that I didn't see and none of us saw. Mm -hmm. um, but I hit the wingman and it was right before the other group. It was um, Ellie's sister, Rosie, and her boyfriend, Chris. Um, they were about to hit and I hit the button and I was listening and it said water 220 front of the green, like 250. So there's only like uh -huh. a small break there. And I know that Chris can probably make it there in that. Like, obviously, I'm not going to the water, not in play for Brian. But like yeah. for Chris, it was very much in play because I know he's going for the green. And I went, Chris, Chris there's water. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was like, where? And I was like, right in front. Right in front. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, dude, uh, incredible golf gift. My grandfather got me socks that said, eat, sleep, golf. Repeat. Nice. Obviously, I, I love me some golf socks. I just, honestly, like good socks. Always good. Always good. Yeah, for sure. Good socks. Um, I also got but, a very nice polo. A very nice polo. Always. Yeah. I, I did share it to our story way. at one point because I was there when, when Gina bought it for me. Um, thankfully, I have the worst memory of all time, so I forgot about it. Um, <laughs> but it has, it has bombs on it. It's literally just a polo with bombs on it because that's what we do out on the golf courses at bombs. Hit. Uh, bombs yeah it's i mean whether you like it or you hate it i know it's a it's one of those split decision kind of things i think it's awesome and i'm gonna wear it all the time yeah i i think the the more fun you can have with your golf attire especially mm -hmm. like at an amateur level like we are yeah i think it adds to the fun of the golf round is like if you're wearing something absolutely outrageous it just adds more fun to the round that you're about to have yeah and like let's be honest if we still had to wear what they wore in the night early 1900s to golf, no one would golf. No, God, no. No one would golf. That that wouldn't happen. It's, it's the most the fact uncomfortable that to, attire of all time. Yeah, we get to express ourselves with shorts and fun polos and colorful things and whatever golf clubs we want, whatever balls we want. It's awesome. Yeah. And no one would do it otherwise. No. Got it. Well, I mean, obviously, I guess one of our takeaways from – uh <laughs> from from COVID, unfortunately, is mm -hmm. that golf became so much more accepted to the everyday person mm -hmm. nowadays. You yeah. see so many sweatshirts on the golf, like country clubs. You see people just wearing sweatshirts nowadays. Sweatshirts on the golf course is the best thing to ever happen to golf. Ever. Ever. Best thing. One of the best things so to ever good. happen to golf. It was, so it's good. so nice. And and that is, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. But in order to introduce the episode properly, as we do every time, Rick Buddy. Other than our brand new, fresh new year, what do we have to look forward to this week? I'm actually going to switch things up on you here a little bit. Oh? So for the past two years, we've been doing days of the week. We have. As everyone knows, that doesn't change. Pretty much every So time. I'm thinking we switch it up a little bit. Oh. I was brainstorming a little bit earlier. Like and here's what I came up with. Okay. All right. The day after the podcast, or the day that the podcast released... Mm -hmm. So whatever the, the day after we release it is, I'm going to tell you guys something that happened that day in sports history. In it, oh. Maybe golf related, maybe not. That's what we're going to do now, though. It's going to take the place of the days of the week. You guys, if you want to know what's happening, this. go listen to old episodes because I tell you every time. It never changes. It, never it doesn't. Changes. So what we're going to do is every week from now on, I'm just going to tell you what's going on. So. This day in golf history, not golf history, sorry. Um, it is football season. So what we're going to say, actually, there's two good ones. I'm going to say two good ones. But the first one I'm going to say is in 1971, January 2nd, 
1971 or January 3rd. Sorry. Cause we're on the third when this releases mm-hmm. the first AFC championship game happened at Memorial stadium in Baltimore. Do you know who was between? I'm going to say uh, the Baltimore Colts, obviously. Um, and then you said the seventies. Yeah. In the AFC Raiders. That's impressive. Did I get it? That's really impressive because I didn't tell you we were doing this. So there's no, no way you could have looked it up. Was this right? Did I get that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, the Baltimore Colts beat the Oakland Raiders in the first AFC championship game, 27 to 17. Um, I got to tell so you, sometimes that, I mean, it pays to have useless sports knowledge. Just Yeah, that's that's really there. good. Uh, Baltimore Colts, I thought, would, would maybe get you there. Well, no, because um, remember, I mean, Buffalo. the – the the thing about being a you know my second baseball team in the American League is the Baltimore Orioles. You wind up getting on Twitter an abundance of Orioles. Twitter is also Ravens fans mm. who are still salty about losing the Colts <laughs> all the time. They're always salty about losing the Colts. I don't know why. It's not an incredible franchise to yeah really be all no, that mad really. about losing. <laughs> so I do know that the Baltimore Colts were around until I think like the late eighties, early nineties, something like that. But honestly, I have no idea. But either way, and then also it was the seventies, so you know the Raiders were good yeah. because it was the seventies. So yeah, that was my best shot in the dark. That's good. No, that's a great shot in the dark. There we go. Um, and let me ask you this: I'm this may be a hit or miss. Depending on what your what your thought processes are, but in your opinion, who's the best baseball player of all time? Of all time, yeah. Pitcher or player? Player. Player. He did pitch. Player is player. Oh, he did pitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you gonna say Babe Ruth? Yeah, because that's not the right answer. I don't know what the right answer is. I don't follow enough baseball, but I'm sure he's in the conversation. Absolutely, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> So do you know what happened on this day involving Babe Ruth? Did he hit his Probably. um 60th home run? No. Um this okay. is super it's super vague. I didn't expect you to get it. Uh, in 1920 on January 3rd, 1920, the Boston Red Sox baseball club owner Harry Frazee announces the agreement to sell Babe Ruth to the Yankees for $125,000 in cash. And a $350,000 loan. This was the start of the 84-year curse of the Bambino. The trade. <laughs> the trade that, honestly, I wish the curse was still going on. For those of you that don't listen to, <laughs> for those of you that don't listen to my other podcast on the Power Play or know much about me, if there's one thing I hate in sports. In this world. It's Boston as an, as an entirety. Um, and I wish... The Red Sox never won that World Series in 2004. <laughs> it would be so good. But yeah, that's the tra- for those of you that don't know much about baseball, that is the trade. So that is the curse of the Bambino. It is when they traded Babe Ruth for basically nothing. Happened happened a hundred and what three years ago today? Yep. For basically nothing except for money. That's crazy to say, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 103 years ago. 103 years ago. Now I'm sad. And well, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, and they won the World Series in 2004, and everybody was happy or whatever. Uh, if you really want a good story on that one, go watch the movie Fever Pitch with Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. Highly suggested. Um, but 
that's that's only a funny joke to those that have seen Fever Pitch. If you haven't, go pause this. Go watch that movie. Come back. You'll find that joke funny. Trust me. Um, but so, like I, I said, I kind of sprung this on you. What do you think? Is is this the way to go for the rest of the year? I love this basically because I feel like sometimes I have a chance of getting it right because I have so much pointless sports knowledge just hidden in this brain for no reason at all. And there is golf stuff on here. Yeah. It's just other crazy things are happening. You know what I mean? Wait, I mean, the sports world is, is obviously an insane place. Like, for example, oh, the curse see this of the Bambino. Oh, what do I you didn't got? even see this one. Here we go. Okay, okay. it's a okay. hockey one, so you might get this one. Okay, I might get this 1931. one. I might not get this one. <laughs> okay. Um, here, this might help you. It involves the Montreal Maroons. Yeah, in the 30s, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And a record. You know is what it, record? Is it Maurice Rocket Richard? No. Okay. Wow. All right. What's the what's the record? Goals? The record is the fastest two goals in NHL history, four seconds apart from each other. What? What even? What even was able to transpire <laughs> in four seconds? So you have the face off. You literally would have to just score and then win right off the face off. I feel like. You would have to win the face-off and just probably immediately send a shot on net to get yeah. the, You could probably get one pass-off, but, like... Yeah, you might be able to get one pass-off, but, like, you would literally have to score a goal, and then on the, the next face-off, you, you would have to score right away again. Was the scorekeeper asleep? Wild. The guy that runs the clock, was he a little late on starting it again? Four, could you it imagine? Was the 30s. Four seconds? Oh I mean, we've seen in recent history, there's been people that have done like 20 seconds apart, but four seconds and 20 seconds feels insane when like you're watching Yeah, 20 live, seconds like, feels okay. insane. And I remember when that happened, I looked it up because I was like, that has to be the fastest. And I saw this stat and I was like, no way. <laughs> it's just like, it depends. Like, I guess if you win the face off clean, you can do that in under a second. But in order to get like a decent shot on goal off, you'd probably have to win it forward, beat the other center to the puck, which now feels like two seconds has definitely been burned. Yeah. And I guess you just have to send a shot on and it had to be like weird or whatever. And the goaltender's either asleep or just bad at his job. Four like, seconds is insane. Thing, like... Yeah, no, seriously. Int- so yeah, the, that happened. The... The Montreal Maroons, that makes sense because it was the 30s. Um, Montreal was basically basically held every record in the 30s and 40s <laughs> when they were the Maroons and then the subsequent Canadians. But, yeah, I love this. I love this basically because you're right. The whole days of the week thing never changes. So mm-hmm. why not do something new? I like this. Yeah, this if we get something new, sports-related, where, I mean, we talk about fantasy football at this point, All which time. I think – we don't have to anymore. Unless we don't have to anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say I don't think you're. I'm not in the jam- I'm not in the playoffs. <laughs> I I believe you're not in the playoffs either. I, yeah, I didn't even make the playoffs in my league, so. Yeah. So. But yeah, I figured you know why not talk about some history? You know what I mean? I like that. I like that because it changes things up, and also it gets us to talk about other sports, which uh, I do believe our listeners do enjoy listening to. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for this episode. Obviously, it is the new year. It is now 2023. We just got done 2022, which was a big year for us. It got us over our 1,000 listener goal. Everything like like a big year for the podcast. And thank you, obviously, to all of you who have hit play on this podcast. Listen to us talk about golf and nonsense and whatever we wanted to. 
and just listening to us on this platform. It's incredible that you guys do so, and we appreciate it. But we want to go through the year that was and then look ahead to the year that will be, obviously at the end of it, recapping with our power rankings for the Tournament of Champions. That is right. We get all the best golfers in one place in Hawaii again. It is January. Golf, at the professional level at least, is fully back, and we're ready to go for it. But we kind of want to take stock of our lives as people, as the podcast, and just have an episode where we get to talk about that a little bit uh, instead of professional golf or whatever happens there. So we're going to start, Rick, with uh, 2022 favorites from Just Life. Uh, so this is this is between uh, Rick and I's personal lives, uh, anything that we were able to experience this last year in 2022, stuff that we did together. And um, if you don't mind, I'm going to start and then hand it to you. Yeah. I think a big one for the two of us is the Philadelphia Phillies National League champions run in the playoffs. I think that was a massive one for the two of us. That was that was so much fun to be a part of. Oh. Um, really hoping that we get that again sometime in the near future. Fingers because crossed, baby. Oh my last season was so fun to watch. I mean, baseball has been boring. To say, I mean, like it, it is. It's it's kind of boring sometimes. Oh yeah, it's so much more fun when your team is on a Cinderella story run like the Phillies were last year so after cooler, man. firing yeah. their head coach so early in the season and then somehow making the playoffs and going for going on a run and making it to the World Series. The fact that we got to go to a World Series game, I mean, that was awesome. So probably cool. never going to get to do that again. So that was I don't awesome. know if we're going to be financially uh, available to ever do that again. <laughs> it was a stretch when we went for yeah. all of us, honestly. Um, I believe your dog's in the room now. <laughs> that was that was creepy. <laughs> Rick's door behind him just opened. And I was like, okay, house is either haunted or there's a dog in the room now. Um, but what was what was crazy, I think, for the two of us was how exhausting that month was. And then every, every Monday coming on the podcast after a weekend of what was what was playoff baseball just being like, all right, here we go. We got to, we got to talk about golf and we got to stay awake. Here we go. The problem, the problem was I got no sleep during that playoff run. No, because one of the series all. was against the San Diego Padres. So every game was over at like midnight. <laughs> the ones in San Diego. Like, that, don't get me wrong. That was horrible. Don't get me wrong. We can't complain too much. It was literally only two games because we never let it go back to San Diego. Hey, um, those two games were so bad, though. <laughs> those two games were brutal. <laughs> it was 10 p.m. at first pitch, and you're not getting to sleep reasonably. At least you're not laying in bed until like midnight, 1230. Yeah, and also is. you're chock full of adrenaline because they just yeah. They, if you watch game one, they just won that one, and they lost uh-huh. a tight game too. So your yeah, adrenaline—it's like how can you sleep it. after that? <laughs> you you're you're not falling asleep for at least another hour. So you're really going to bed at like one thirty, almost two, and then yeah. at that point, you, you are slugged in the morning. You're done, you know. So oh yeah, what a run! I feel like that. As much as that's like has nothing to do. Well, I guess that's the whole point of this segment. Anyways, it has nothing to do with the podcast. As far as our personal life, that 2022 National League Champions run was incredible. Uh, yeah. Would love to do that again in the new Would love year. to do that again. Would love to do that again. We complain about how exhausted we were. We would gladly do it again. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. I would be exhausted again in a heartbeat for that. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. But uh, sure. all right. I'll, I'll turn it over to you for, for another uh, li- uh, life 
um, thing that Dude, happened I mean, for you. What didn't happen this year? I know. Um, God. Busy year. Um, probably top of the list is I, this is for both of us. I'm assuming we both mm-hmm. got engaged this year. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. So, um, yeah, massive. we both got engaged. Somehow that happened. Um, <laughs> we don't know why. We don't know why. <laughs> I will say. I will say. <laughs> loved loved getting engaged in Disney was awesome. Yours was hilarious though. <laughs> <laughs> when we were sitting at the barbecue place. <laughs> On our way to Ots, it was it was priceless because the three of us knew what was going on, and Ellie was completely clueless, at least from what I could tell. Um, in in hindsight, like after the fact, she did she did tell me that she knew what was going on, but basically the way she is as a person, anyways, is pretty oblivious to anything going on, and she truly did want roadside barbecue. That was going to happen <laughs> nonetheless. Whether she knew what was happening or didn't know what was happening, she won a roadside bar. <laughs> it was the fact that we took a break from the first place that was a dud and made oh, you wait man. even longer. Um, oh. But yeah, that's definitely up there. Um, number two definitely is Gina and I bought a house. Yeah. That's huge. Oh my gosh. I um, forgot that happened this year. That's, dude, it feels so like much has happened this so year. Long. Like. Like, I feel like nothing has happened this year. And then I look back on it and I'm like, holy crap. Like, so much has happened this year. Everything happened this year. Um, so, yeah, you know, I bought a house that's definitely, definitely top three on the list for sure. Yep. Uh, I'll throw it back to you. What else you got? Uh, for me, uh, specifically in 2022, obviously getting engaged. That was uh, incredible for the both of us and uh, everything like that. For <laughs> 2022, uh, one of uh, my favorite deals and i think it's it's funny for um for a lot of aspects maybe maybe not like super hilarious by any means but uh that we got dogs in the friend group now we have we have milo we have flora we got doggos in the friend group which i think is huge for the friend group because personally i love dogs i know you guys love dogs obviously because both of them are actually in your house um yep. yeah by, by the way completely forgot that you got asked this year it feels like you guys have lived <laughs> there for more than a year at this point it does, it does it not really feel does. like it's been just a year by now it hasn't even been a year we moved it in july it's been like seven months not even six months july august september october november yeah it's literally it's been, been about six months. six months yeah that's crazy on its own yeah for real for real yeah. um but one of my one of my favorite memories actually from uh from 2022 was back in um was act was actually is the same trip that you got engaged, but um to take away from your engagement, no offense. Um <laughs> obviously the whole trip at large was was really fun. I thought we had a really good time, everything going to Universal, doing all the Harry Potter stuff there, and obviously the entire park, getting to go on the Velocicoaster. Mm-hmm. Which if you haven't gone, folks, and yeah. if you plan on going towards Universal anytime in the future, go on the Velocicoaster. It's one of the yeah, coolest roller coasters I've ever been on in my life. Um, but that whole trip and the Star Wars world specifically for me, so freaking cool. One of my yeah, favorite memories was going to that just because I'm such a huge Star Wars nerd. It's it's honestly grotesque and ridiculous. Um, but I, it, that was so cool for me, just getting to go there, experience that and kind of just obviously be with my friends. And it was very exciting when you guys got engaged. But that entire experience was so fun, that mm-hmm. entire trip would gladly do that again but uh yeah, that was one of my definitely. one of my favorites um do you have another one 
Oh uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, so much happens here. Gina and I went on a cruise, which we haven't gotten to do in a few years. So that was a good time. Yeah, especially after you know COVID, like cruises were basically shut down. Yeah, it was nice to it was nice to get back out on a cruise. We we did a lot of trips this year. I feel like, um, which is which is good as as much as we could anyway, because I was I was waiting and waiting and waiting. Right. Yeah, and you guys love cruises, so like that that was tough for you guys. Yeah. Um, I had another one that I was gonna say, but I I just can't remember what it was at this point. All right, I have. I have one more, if you remember it, interrupt me, but uh, mm. I have one more. And this one specifically shouts out our uh, loyal listener and longtime follower slash friend, John Murray, Ellie's the older brother. In 2022, I got to watch this man on the 18th hole in a, forget the name of the golf course, but it was in Virginia, snap his driver shaft over his back on a practice swing. So funny. So fun <laughs> to watch that happen because it looked painful. You know, it did not look fun to experience at all. So uh, that was a good time. Um, but that might take it for the uh, for the favorites from Just Life in 2022. Uh, mm-hmm. To do you remember your uh, your one that you said you forgot there? I do not. Nah, it happens. It Do happens. not. I knew I had one. Don't remember what it was though. If you remember it coming up, feel free to interrupt me. But to move into our next segment here, 2022 favorites from the podcast. Um, so obviously a lot happened this year. We won't even begin to talk mm-hmm. about the live drama that happened this year. Um, yeah. But to just talk a little bit about things that happened in 2022, I'm gonna start with one of my favorite memories, and actually it's not really these aren't really favorite memories, but maybe like favorite bits of the podcast this year. For those of you that listen to the podcast the entire year, you'll you remember these. But uh, one of my favorite bits is when we were really obsessed with mayonnaise for like a four episode stint. For no mayonnaise reason at all. <laughs> why, why did mayonnaise come up so many times? I don't know. Dude, it's the it's the back to... So there's a three episode, so episodes... 68, 69, hey, oh, and 70. Um, <laughs> so episode 68, does your mayo need a mission? <laughs> episode that might be top one. <laughs> I don't know, but this this one's my favorite episode name, maybe because episode 69, mind-blowingly enormous mayonnaise. And I think yeah. If there's going to be an episode 69 title that isn't just in inherently sexual, I think we nailed it. Yeah, I think we crushed it for sure. <laughs> I think we nailed it. And don't get <laughs> and, and don't don't get confused because episode 70 whale whiz. I was going to say that Perfect. that is my favorite. Um when we had the realization that the entire ocean is just piss. Yeah, I know. Was completely sober, notably um <laughs> just had that realization and talked about that for a way more amount of time than we probably should have that is it's so good still mind-blowing still we mind-blowing talk, we talked about that for true, but... we talked about that for at least 15 minutes we what we just yeah. came to the just very surreal and just mind-blowing realization that the ocean is just pee yeah and then we love we like rainwater 
is piss because <laughs> that has to evaporate. Uh-huh. It's just a very strange scenario for us. And we talked oh. about that at least for 50 minutes. All the minutes. water on Earth has been pissed at some point. Insane. I didn't mean to steal that from you, but I had to. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. That, that definitely is my number one, though. But I do have a backup. <laughs> I do have a backup. <laughs> All right. What's yours? Um, so I actually have, have one that I that I kind of um, that I, I enjoyed a little bit. Um, the goats of curling. That one was a fun one. Uh, the goats of about, curling was a great one. We talked about who would be a good curler. Uh, and then I think one of my one of my favorites that we did was. It was. It wasn't like necessarily funny. It was just a good discussion. Uh, Ken Shoffley slash Cantley wheeled Mjolnir. That was a. That fun was a good one. one. That was talking a good one. about talking about who we thought could do that. Um, who was worthy? But yeah, I mean, you know, who was worthy? Whale, whale Wiz has to be number one. Whale Wiz like it's has like, to be the best episode. <laughs> like the the Mayo bit and Whale Wiz are one and two interchangeably. However, that's like this stretch from episode sixty eight to episode seventy it has to be just mm-hmm. an elite. Ep- like an episode yeah. trilogy <laughs> elite yeah right? uh, another one of like my my good memories uh from the episode uh episode list here that i'm looking at is um honestly the scotty scheffler run like that just that run that he was on yeah just i mean the fact that that happened it was crazy because obviously like there's you know Sp- spaniards can't handle the scotty shuffle recap the shefflers which is when he just dominated the masters um Mm. the uh the slam the like if if scotty scheffler was able to 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 slam it up you know in in one year and win all the majors that scotty scheffler run just as a golf fan honestly was so fun to watch because like you haven't Mm. seen that kind of domination since like hot john rom and then tiger obviously through all the years that he was doing that you, you yeah. haven't seen that kind of domination in so long. And do I think, do we think that he's going to do it again in that fashion? Probably not, but it solidified him as one of the elites on the PGA tour. And that was really fun to witness and be able to track yeah. through the podcast. So that was super fun. Do you happen to have uh, another one there? No, I mean, those are definitely, definitely the main ones for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously whale whiz and the Mayo bit. So I love that that happened in a three episode like run too. It was just three episodes of what the hell is happening. It was just like it was guys. just like we were on a three week long bender and decided to talk about it. And that wasn't even during the Phillies run. That was in that was in May. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was what a weird month May was for us. <laughs> uh, my my last like kind of favorite bit from the uh, from the podcast in 2022 was definitely Tony uh, a Tony Finau winning twice in a row. Just because yeah, yeah, we've talked about it on this podcast, what it feels like at, you know, nauseam is, mm-hmm. you know, him always coming second and like how disappointing it is every time you want to cheer for him. He's such a good guy to root mm-hmm. for. And then he wins back to back. So that was super fun to witness in 2022, just from a golf fan perspective again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to keep moving forward, 2023, it is January. It is January 2nd, the time we're recording this podcast. It is time for, you guessed it. New Year's resolutions. That's right. Uh, we're going to do um, some, you know, just regular life resolutions and then golf ones after the fact. But obviously, let's first start with whatever New Year's resolutions we happen to come up with. For those of you that uh, here, you know, if, if you know me and Ellie personally, you hear us talking about dry January. I'm going to come onto the podcast right now and I'm just going to just be honest with you. I'm not doing it. 
It's not that I, it's not that I'm not going to try. It's just I'm probably going to fail. Okay, I have there's weekends and there's weekends with friends and there's drinking to be had and I'm probably going to do that. Okay, during the week I'll be fine. I don't need it. It is what it is. Uh, but you know if if Ellie's like, oh, we're doing dry January, I'm I'm not doing dry January. I'm just, I'm not doing. <laughs> we gotta get creative with these resolutions, folks. I feel like we really gotta get creative here. So here, and this is a big one for me. Okay. My one of my big resolutions for this year is I I kind of like get into this rut of spending money on lunch during the week, like when I'm at work. Uh-huh. I'm going to do my best to spend less than fifteen dollars a week, and if I can if I can do my best, spend less than ten dollars a week on lunches. So less than one lunch, pretty pretty much less than one lunch. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna try my best to make sure that I really hone in this whole spending lunch, and, and and some of our listeners might struggle with this too, and I don't know if you do, um, but you know that you get in this cycle of be like, I, I'll just I'll just pay for lunch today. I'll just buy it's lunch, like, yeah. It's like eight dollars here, twelve dollars here, you know, fifteen yeah. over here. That adds up a lot. If you yeah. like, I took stock of like kind of like how much it impacted me throughout the year. And it's way more money than anyone would be comfortable yeah. in paying for lunches. If you look it's a at, lot. It at the end of a calendar year, it's a lot. Yeah. And just knowing full well that you could take that money and spend and spend it on things that you want to do. For example, yeah. going to a World Series game. The amount of money I spent on lunches this calendar year would have paid for two World Series tickets. <laughs> and then all the drinking that I could have done at said World Series games. Like that's the kind of stuff that you know you have to kind of when you become an adult, an adult quote unquote, um, you have to like take stock in. I know this is an incredibly boring New Year's resolution, but I feel like it's it's going to be incredibly helpful for me. And I want yeah, to I mean, on the podcast for other people to be like, wow, I do spend a lot of money on lunch. Yeah, no, it's definitely um, it definitely does add up. It's so uh, crazy. It's a good goal to have, yeah. but gro- groceries are definitely the way to go. For sure, the way to go. Um, Especially if I, if you have you an think Aldi about it. near you, go to Aldi. Because like you think about it, you spend what twenty bucks when you go get lunch. Yeah, and that's on average. And food and and going out prices for lunch are just increasing. Yeah, and like you even do Taco Bell is expensive now, which is crazy. And you do that every day, mm-hmm. twenty bucks every day, five days a week. That's a hundred bucks. Yep. You go out and buy groceries. Gina and I buy groceries. Every once in like every other week or so, we'll have like a hundred dollar grocery trip. But like on the weeks that we don't need to buy like meats and stuff like that, it's like sixty bucks yep. for the two of us. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's such a money saver, and you don't realize how much it is until you do it. Until you start doing it, and you guys just said you uh-huh. need a bigger fridge. I've seen your fridge. You do need a bigger fridge, and yeah. like you're spending that kind of money on going to the grocery store instead it matters a lot it it it, mm-hmm. it impacts a whole lot so that's one of my resolutions um the other ones are you know not really all that big to talk about but i thought that one was important to bring up because it's one of my biggest and also like that's one of those things i feel like you hear someone talk about and then you like take a step back and you're like shit how much money do i spend on lunches in a week and then it could help mm-hmm. somebody else so for you listeners out there that are going out to lunch, you know, at work, you just don't feel like packing that morning and you're like, I'll just go to Wawa or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting a sandwich and a bag of chips at Wawa nowadays is like eight to twelve dollars, depending on what you get. So yeah, it's you know at what Hoagie Fest it's less, but even then it's the winter now, so it's not Hoagie Fest. So you're gonna have to deal with that. Um, but what what is one of your big resolutions for uh, 2023 on a personal level? I mean, honestly, I'm not a huge like resolution person, definitely not a specific resolution person, mm-hmm. um, just because I feel like I feel like it takes away from like not living necessarily because like obviously you want to save money on food and stuff like that. Like that's right. not necessarily a problem. But, like if you're like if you're like someone's like, I want to lose 57 pounds by the end of the year. That's and like they don't have 57 pounds to lose like they're gonna spend their whole time worrying about that and they're not gonna be able to enjoy going out and getting a meal with their friends because they're gonna be like oh i gotta lose weight like um so or like having some ben and jerry's on a sunday afternoon like yeah exactly enjoy life damn it you lose the enjoyment (laughs) a little bit um of that to be honest i don't really think i have any like resolutions that i came up with um, I guess if anything, maybe just find a reason to want to be in the gym again. Um, dude, you because for the are... longest for the longest time, the gym was pretty much my whole life. I went to mm-hmm. school for it. I was in it for five plus hours a day when we were in college. Like it was everything. And then COVID happened. I lost both my jobs that were in a gym. Kind of lost the motivation and the want to be in a gym. And part of that too is just because I didn't have anything to be in the gym for really. Right. Yeah. Um, after I stopped doing those jobs. So I don't know exactly what yet, whether that'd be uh, some sort of like lifting competition. Gina and I were talking about um, doing the broad street run, like maybe something like that, just like a reason to be back there and do it consistently. And like, just kind of, you know what I mean? You know what we should do? That might, that might be it. You know what we should do? And we should talk about it openly what? now so that like it holds us to it, like we have the receipts. Uh mm-hmm. we should do a Spartan race. That could be fun. Like it's definitely it's motivation to get back in the gym and get back of some semblance of shape. Right. Uh-huh. And also, as far as I'm as far as I know from people that I know that have done them, Spartan races are a good time. I have heard that they're a good time. I've or done I've done a tough mutter before, which is like a toned down version of a Spartan race. And I we should probably we that. should probably start with that. <laughs> Maybe we start with a tough mutter, do the toned down <laughs> version of the Spartan race, then do the Spartan race. Because I'm pretty sure Spartan races are like, aren't they like ten plus miles? <laughs> I'm looking at the shortest Spartan race right now. The, if there's like the a Spartan sprint, is the shortest of the Spartan races. That sounds um, like and it's running. 20 to 30, 23 obstacles over three to five miles. We could definitely do that. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, let's do that. Or at, least we could, at least we could start training for it. That's for sure. Like, I don't know if you ask me tomorrow, could I do that? I could probably reach the finish line. Not <laughs> efficiently at all. Uh-huh. And I would be purely exhausted. But yeah, I mean, hey, yeah. we're on the podcast. We have the receipts now. People can hold us accountable for this. We should we should do a tough mutter or or a Spartan race or something that that's something that'll get you back in the gym. It's not um, all cardio because like I like the Broad sure. Street run would be a lot of fun for you because I know that Gina and Ellie have done that in the past and we've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not big on running uh, mostly because my knees me are shot. Either. But me either. But that was if, just more of like a didn't really have anything else. So. <laughs> right. If it's if it's like running intermittent with obstacle course stuff that's kind of takes away from the running bit. I yeah. think I feel a lot better with the running bit. 
true, if I got true, to true. kind of like break it apart a little bit. Yeah, so we I'm have the receipts now. now. So let's do that. I mean, let's just see if we can. You know, when's the when's the nearest Spartan sprint uh, near us that we would be able to do? Um, Please don't tell me it's in February. No, I, I don't see anything. Then I'm uh, so right now. I got tri-state New Jersey Spartan Super 10K and Sprint 5K weekend. Oh, here we go. That's April. Okay, April's not bad. That's not too bad. Um, there's another Jersey one trifecta weekend. Whoa! I don't think that's for us. That I don't does know, not though. sound like it's for us. <laughs> that's that in September. Not, I don't know. We'll find something. We'll find something. Yeah, we but won't yeah, bore that, you guys. That sounds like a plan to me. I'm in for that. That actually right? sounds like a good time. Right? Because like I feel like we could get other friends involved in this. I feel like Ellie and Gina would do it. I feel like yeah. Phil would do it. You know, and this could be this could be a whole it could be a whole friend I thing. I, I think Phil, I think Phil would, <laughs> I think Phil would do it. It we sounds exhausting. <laughs> don't get me wrong. We can uh, ask. Yeah, we'll ask. But like you know, I I feel like it would be a good time just to do as friends. And honestly, it would it would definitely get me back in the gym because I'm like, well, I don't want to just like be one of yeah. the guys that gets halfway through it and it's just completely gassed. You know, I want to be yeah. able to complete it. And yeah earn why i'm there you know i want to earn the t-shirt the medal that i paid for all the random (laughs) bullshit that comes with it Uh, also at spartan races if you finish you get a beer at the end which is good enough for me you know (laughs) (laughs) i need that well because i've I've always thought about doing a spartan race but like i never thought about it like seriously it was like oh i think that'll be fun but like if you if you want some sort of motivation to get back in the gym which also i need so bad yeah um, I think that would be a good time. That would be a good time. Well, here we go. We have July, the July 16th. There's a sprint 5k with 20 obstacles in the Poconos oh, at Blue that. Mountain Ski Area. But at Blue Mountain, mm-hmm. we know exactly where that is. July 14th to the 16th weekend. So maybe, maybe we can make that one happen. We'll see. We'll talk about that. We'll talk that about it. Sounds good to me. Um, all righty. Well, there, there's the 2022 resolutions. You guys heard it here basically live. We just worked out Rick's. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's our 2023 golf goals. And this will be the last kind of uh, thing before we get into the tournament of champions talk. Um, 2023 golf goals. I don't, I don't have too many because I don't want to really like pick apart my game too much. Um, uh-huh. But I've, I've been running into some rounds recently that have been pretty up and down as the like today's specifically started out hot went completely cold um to the point where we were so far out of the match by whole four by whole 13 we could not win the match anymore um yeah we we lost real bad um but then after i just accepted the l i was playing lights out again Mm -hmm. one of my main goals and actually this probably bleeds into my life a little bit uh, but one of my main golf goals is to stop being such a head case on the golf course. Now, this has been a golf goal for me for since I've started playing golf. So obviously uh-huh. it's a tough one to achieve. However, like today was such a microcosm of how important it is to continue to be loose and be having a good time at all times. Mm-hmm. I play so much better when I'm having fun. It's honestly oh, yeah. insane. Yeah, and I think that goes for a lot of amateur golfers. You play better mm-hmm. when you're having a good time. 
when you're putting pressure on yourself, when you're feeling this external pressure, it it will only hinder your golf game, specifically when you're an amateur. If you're a professional, you do whatever you need to do, buddy. If you yep. need that pressure, if you thrive in that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's that's totally you. But for me, and I feel like a lot of other amateur golfers, it it's about having the good time because you just play better when you're loose and you're having a good time, when your whole body's not tight and you're not tense. You know, to like today on the golf course, it was such a microcosm of that because we went from being six down to losing two down at the end and making it look like we actually played a match, you know? And that was, <laughs> we were six down on, uh, what was, uh, yeah, 13. We were six down on 13. <laughs> and we wound up winning all the holes after that, or was it 13? So we had to win four holes in a row. So 18, 17, 16, 15. So 14, we were six down. Six down okay. on 14. We won four holes in a row just to lose two down, but we won four holes in a row. And in, I wouldn't say dominating fashion, but it was, it was relatively comfortable on all those four holes, you know, just the, the, the more loose that we were able to play and the more fun, like after we just accepted, like, Oh my God, we're, we're, we're so losing. It's, it's yeah. not even worth thinking about this being competitive anymore. Uh-huh. It changed the entire aspect of specifically for me in every aspect. So that's something I'm going to probably just continuously work on until the end of time because I'm an absolute basket yeah. case. But that's obviously my biggest golf goal is just maybe not like taking it less seriously. Cause that's, I feel like it's a bad way to word it, but yeah. trying to be um, a little more loose on the course, a little, a little less okay. intense at all times, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of get out you of know. my own head, be less intense. I think, I think that's a good goal for, for a lot of amateur golfers out there. Yeah. Um, definitely but what would be your biggest 2023 golf goal? My, my biggest goal is simple. Just play. Yeah. I think I can more? count on, I think I can count on one hand, the amount of times that I played 18 holes last year with looking for a house, moving into yeah. the house, everything, like literally just everything that happened last year was like from, from March when we started looking at houses until July when we bought the house or when we moved into the house, like we were looking at houses like every weekend. So like I just right. didn't have time. And then we moved into the house and it was about getting everything ready. And then by the time everything was like moved in and settled, it was like almost the end of golf season. So it was just timing wise for that didn't really work out. So my, my main goal is to just kind of prioritize financially and time wise getting out a few more times this year. I, I understand it's yeah. probably not going to be as many as I would like to, Definitely not as many as I was getting in for the first few years that I was playing. Yeah. Yeah. At least a little bit, a little bit closer to more often, which the golf weekend is going to help because I'm going on that this year. Of course. Yeah. So there's three rounds there. Uh, But just in general, on top of that. But honestly, just being to being able to get out like once a month and then like on Uh like the the summer months where like everybody else is golfing, maybe twice a month. I think that'd be huge. I mean, yeah, that would, that would be nice. So much you had so much going on this last year with everything going on in your yeah. life. It's it is easy to kind of like lose getting out and golfing, which you know is something that we obviously enjoy doing. So I think mm-hmm. even if you just like maybe not prioritize because that just feels like it's a chore almost at that point. But yeah. being able to get out like once a month going forward, I think yeah. would be huge for you. Yeah, just finding time and and making it happen. That's a solid golf goal. I like that golf goal. That's a good one. Yeah. Pretty simple, um, but based on based on how my golf season went last year, it's not not too far out of the the question. Well, simplicity isn't always the worst thing when it comes to to New Year's goals. 
So, I mean, obviously, folks, we implore you to have some goals going forward in 2023. For those of you that uh, want to hit us up with some of your golf goals or even life goals, go ahead and hit us up on our social medias uh, at from the tips underscore pod on Instagram at FTT underscore pod on Twitter. Um, but that is about it for our year in review and our year to look forward. As always, I'm going to do the end of the episode thing when we get there where I thank you so much. But just an incredibly large thank you to everybody that listens to the podcast, those that have helped us reach our 1,000 listener goal, those who are going to continue to help us get to our 2,000 listens goal. Um, you know, it's so great for us. The only reason that we keep coming back, uh, other than the fact that we like to talk golf with each other, is because you guys keep listening, and it's awesome that that keeps happening. So thank you so much for doing that. Mm -hmm. um, but we look forward, and this will be the last segment of the episode, to the Century Tournament of Champions happening this weekend. Not only is back. golf back, but important golf is back. We got all the big names. You know it's a big weekend when Victor Hovland is in the 10 hole on the power rankings after <laughs> a couple months here where he was always in the top five. Um, Rick, as you know, this is how it's always going to go. I'll list you the top five, not in any specific order, and you'll put it together. Here we go. Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantlay, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm. Oh, it's just so good to hear it's so those good names to hear all those together. Oh, so good to hear him again. Um, I feel like, uh, was this Rob Bolton? It was Rob. You know, you know it was Rob. They don't let anybody write okay. these articles. So, so my gut, which is usually the opposite of what Rob Bolton says, sure, is that JT should be number one on the list because of how he usually plays. You'd be correct. Time. You'd be correct on that one. He is at number you one. Nailed that one. You nailed that one. Wow! Great start to the year, Rob Bolton. Huge start, uh, Rob. Huge start to the year. Can His you resolution read me the rest was of the not be Sorry. <laughs> Can you read me the rest of the names again, please? <laughs> I can. Yes, Scotty Scheffler, Xander Shoffley, John Rahm, Patrick Cantlay. Um, I'll go Scotty two, Patty Ice three, John Rom four, Xander five. Missed on all of them. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and this this one it doesn't necessarily make like piss me off because obviously, uh, the things that transpired, but uh, yeah. So it goes uh obviously Justin Thomas one that you got right, John Rom two, okay. Xander Shoffley three. I don't know how much I agree with that, but okay. Patrick Patrick Cantley four and Patrick Scotty Cantlay. <laughs> Patrick Cantley. Um Patrick Cantley four and Scotty Scheffler five. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I know like obviously the President's Cup thing happened and all that. Yes. Yeah. I think if I was making What's these up? power rankings, I think if I was making these power rankings, JT would be one, Scotty would be two. And then you could argue with me on the other three being in any position, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, yeah, I could agree with that. I could agree with that. But uh, let's. I just see. think I just think Scotty's gonna do do what he did last year. Not not obviously to the right. extent that he did last right. year, but I think we're gonna see Scotty kind of prove to us why we did talk about him so much last year because he kind yeah. of fell off towards the end of the season last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but let's hear let's hear what Rob has to say in his reasonings. All right, number five, Scotty Scheffler uh, chased a T three at Mayakoba and a T nine in Houston with a solo second at the Hero. So the form is fine. Second appearance at Kapalua T thirteen in twenty twenty one, but first as a PGA Tour winner 
times four, he put there in parentheses. Honestly, I feel like he could be higher on this list. I don't know about him at five necessarily. Uh, Number four, Patrick Cantlay. With four top 15 finishes in as many appearances, including a pair of fourths in 2020 and 2022, he is automatic. Then again, that applies to pretty much everywhere he shows up. His nickname is Patty Ice for a reason. He's stone True. cold and he just he operates like a robot. He does what he does and yeah. it doesn't usually fail him too often. Patrick Cayley is one of the most automatic guys on tour right now. Yep. Uh, Xander Shoffley, number three. Since closing out victory here with 62 in 2019, the only reason would be is if he didn't occupy a lofty perch here. Um, a P2? Oh, playoff. A playoff two, a T5, and a 12th on the uh, renovation. Fresh off a fruitful 2022 with three wins. I feel like I'd put Xander at five on this list. I no offense so to him. But just, <clears throat> I don't feel like he's better than the rest of the guys on this list. You know, five, five isn't bad on this list either. We no, that. like being five on this list is like, okay, I'm in the conversation with some of the top names in the game. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Exactly. Uh, number two, John Rahm, twice a groomsman in five tries, 2018 and 2022. He's fared no worse than 10th in 2020. The 28 year old, he's 28 years old. That's so nuts. Uh, the 28-year-old Spaniard also closed out official competition in 2022 by going T2 win, T4 win worldwide. Look, John Rahm's on another heater. He's on. We've seen it before. We'll probably see yep. it a couple of times in the rest of his career because, again, he's 28 years old. Um, he's on another John Rahm heater. He go he goes into these these uh I mean we thought that this is what we would get from Dustin Johnson before he was a little money chaser and went to live, um, <laughs> but John Rom goes to these spurts where he's just so hot, basically yep. world beating, uh, yep. and he's on one right now. So let's see how this kind of goes into the the PGA Tour season right now when everything starts picking back up. But number yep. one, and for obvious reasons, Justin Thomas built. For this ballpark, he's prevailed twice at Kapalua, more recently during the challenging conditions in 2020, but he's also hung up a pair of thirds and a T5 in wins similar to this week. Yes, for those that don't know, the weather forecast going into this tournament of champions is high, high winds and terrible weather. Kapalua is going to beat these golfers down, and I kind of agree with Rob on the JT first place thing. I think JT is the kind of guy that takes this course and no matter the conditions or the weather is just the better golfer, the better professional than everybody else. I think JT yeah. has pretty much got this in the bag. Yeah. I mean, he, he always plays well here. Uh, it's come to be expected at this point. We just expect him to be in the top 10 in these events. He, he just brings it. And I expect the same thing from him this year. He just does it with such consistency. It's ridiculous. Uh, To round out the top 10, just because I really want to say these names because the one is kind of fun to think about. Uh, Number six, Sung J.M., the man who never stops golfing. That's an obvious that's an obvious choice. Colin Morikawa, Mm -hmm. number seven. I like it, especially here. He's been pretty hot. Uh, He's been T7, T7, T5 since 2020 at this course. So Colin Mm -hmm. Morikawa makes a lot of sense. Jordan Spieth, he's fully back. I love it so much. Jordan Spieth, number eight, uh, nothing better than him being back. Number nine, we already talked about number 10 being Victor Hovland. Number nine is the one, the only, the man from the President's Cup, Tom Kim. 
his tournament mm-hmm. debut since getting that just getting that win at the end of 2022 on the tour, getting to play in the tournament of champions and number nine in the power rankings on this. I'm really excited to see how Tom Kim does this year with how his career yeah. is progressing so far. Yeah, I mean, he bursted onto the scene last year. And as long as he keeps playing the way he was last year, I mean, it's one of those things you want him to you want him to kind of come out of nowhere and just start winning. But at the same time, we've seen that that doesn't always work uh, at Jordan Spieth. So <laughs> at, and Ricky Fowler, just, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it just it's one of those things um, you want to see him succeed. And obviously he'll probably get a win or two this year. Um, but, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, time will time will tell. Uh, hopefully we get to see some good golf out of him this year because he was fun to watch during the President's Cup. He was so fun to watch during the President's Cup. But we are so excited, obviously, for the new year, the new golf season to talk about all the goals that we have. Obviously, during this year, Rick and I are both going on the golf trip now, which is going to be super fun to cover with everybody. We are very excited for what 2023 will bring the podcast. But as always, thank you so very much for listening. For all the litany of reasons I explained earlier, and just thank you. Just thank you. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at from the tips underscore pod. You guys can reach out to us at any time on there. We will answer. Trust me. The DMS are hella dry um, mm-hmm. on Twitter. You can go ahead and follow us too at FTT underscore pod. The more people that follow us on Twitter, the more we will be active on Twitter. So go ahead and follow us so that we can just be unhinged on Twitter. It's something that we would love to do greatly. Um, again, talk about whale piss all day on Twitter. Yes, we will talk about whale piss all day on Twitter. Trust me. Uh, but as always, thank you so much for listening. 2022 was awesome. We hope 2023 it just comes even close to it, if not exceeds it. Thank you so much, and we out. Thanks, guys. See you later.